the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Pro-America Report on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. And I tell you, we've got something to talk about today. Um, Well, a lot to talk about. So we'll get to that in a moment. It's Ed Martin. Welcome to the Pro-America Report. Please visit ProAmericaReport.com, ProAmericaReport.com, ProAmericaReport.com. And I was talking yesterday on the program. If you need to reach me directly, Ed at PhyllisSchlafly.com, Ed at PhyllisSchlafly.com, or text me 314-256-1776, 314-256-1776, ProAmericaReport.com. Go there and sign up for the daily email. It goes out each morning crack of dawn so you have some key details for your day what you need to know okay um we will later on today we're going to get an update a lengthy update uh, i tell you a lengthy update from cynthia hughes of the uh, pro- excuse me patriotfreedomproject.com patriotfreedomproject.com i think it's the leading i'm a little biased because i know cynthia well and i'm helping her uh leading uh, january 6th prisoner and prisoner family support group in the country. They do weekly prayer calls, weekly support calls. They've helped with a bunch of lawyers, uh, but mostly they all, not mostly also they help with the families. They've got kids that have special needs and they've got rent and things. It's hard. You know, it's over, over 800 people prosecuted for the January 6th uh, hoax and um, and only a few of them deserve to be prosecuted. And certainly the ones 87 are sitting in jail for close to a year, up to 19 months without trials. Uh, you know, the, the phrase that uh, uh, Cynthia has used is uh, due process denied. And that's what it looks like. So we'll get to that big update from her. And tomorrow we'll talk with our friend Ted Malik. Now, I want to start. I need to talk about Steve Bannon's case. Steve Bannon is being tried for contempt of Congress. Now, who's been held in contempt of Congress in the past five years? Well, Lois Lerner of the IRS, Eric Holder of uh, the Department of Justice. Neither one went to trial. Neither one went to trial. But Steve Bannon, who was uh, was subpoenaed by the January 6th uh, Select Committee, the, the show trial committee, he's been prosecuted. And he's going to trial. And he's going to trial in Washington, D.C. with a D.C. jury. Now, if you think Steve Bannon can get a fair trial in Washington, D.C., you're crazy. I mean, you're crazy. There's a, and they're actually going through the process. It's just crazy. So but more importantly, what is going on here? He, he said he resisted the subpoena. And then about, I don't know, two or three weeks ago, he said, OK, if you have to, I'll testify. So now he said he'll do what they want. And it's still not good enough. And here's the thing. I understand what they're saying. They're saying his delay threw them off. But are we really going to prosecute and then sentence a guy for, I don't know, bad timing, the wrong timing? I, we didn't even prosecute Eric Holder. We didn't prosecute uh, Lois Lerner. We haven't prosecuted. Nobody's gone to jail for this before. This used to be something that was used uh, to, uh, to, to, to try to uh, try someone for uh, bribery. If you try to mess up the, uh, the work of the Congress by bribery, that's showing contempt of Congress in a particular way. This is just resisting a subpoena from a political witch hunt, and we're going to go to trial on it, and we might send him to jail for it. 
I mean, this is the craziest, craziest situation that we have going in this country. And here's what the swamp monsters don't understand. And I would lump in there any of the Republicans. There's no Republicans that are protesting outside of the courthouse. There's nobody saying, you know, why isn't why isn't Senator so and so or Congressman such and such out in front of that saying, what is this? This is crazy. This is not what we we should be doing. They're not doing it. But here's what you need to know. What you need to know today is when the American people look up both parties, all parties, and they see a system that is so clearly rigged against certain people with certain backgrounds, the American people know that. So if you're Hillary and you did lots of bad stuff with your uh, backup servers and all, and you compromised uh, top secret material, et cetera, et cetera, if you're Strzok and, and, and others, if you're Clapper and Brennan, I always forget which one lied to Congress, lied to the U.S. Senate, lied to Rand Paul's face. I got to get that right. I think it's I think it's um, I think it's Clapper. Um, I don't think it's Brennan. But anyway, lied to him. You know what? You know what they don't get? They don't get contempt of Congress. They don't get tried. They get they get nothing. They get. In fact, think of this. In the last 48 hours, the the the. Reality is the, the, the true. The facts are that the Stephen Colbert staffers who were thrown out of the Capitol buildings because they weren't allowed and then got snuck back in and were filming and goofing around. They were arrested. I don't know, six, eight weeks ago, eight weeks ago. Yeah, it was James Clapper. James Clapper is the one who uh, uh, Rand Paul says lied to him completely. And so but the Colbert, Stephen Colbert staff. They were arrested. They had clearly violated the law and the charges were dismissed by the same federal prosecutor who is pursuing the charges against Bannon. Now, my point here, again, what you need to know is the system is not just imbalanced, rigged against people. There's a lot of people that have said that for a long time. And a lot of times it's about money. If you have enough money, you can pay for a good lawyer, a better lawyer, a bigger time lawyer, and you get out and get off. If you're poor, you're stuck with less than a good lawyer. That's one thing. And that, that's worth discussing, I suppose. But now we're watching a, a rigged system where and, and, and the difference here is, in my opinion, is that it's so obvious and so public that in the past, it may be true that there was corruption, but you didn't see it. You didn't see that the system was so rigged. It wasn't publicly known. I'm not by the way, I'm not saying that's better. I'm saying that is still wrong. I'm saying any rigged system or unfair system, two-tier justice system is wrong, but probably inevitable a little bit, you know, that people are people and, and there's going to be some, you know, prosecutorial discretion based on, you know, who's in power. It's different than publicly showing and saying and being clear that we are just going to target people who we don't like their position. There's nothing about the January 6th. Let's even call it a riot. Let's call it a riot because some of the people got out of hand and not only broke windows, but pushed pushed people and were violent and hit people. Fine. Charge them. But that's different than charging 800 people, lots of them with walking through the building and then coming up with an obstruction charge that is really nothing. And then wanting 10 years, 15 years. And let's be clear, Ray Epps, who did as much as the other people that are charged, is, is getting New York Times uh, uh, articles saying, oh, how his life is tough. What you need to know is when the people in a country, in a nation, in a community 
see that the system is so blatantly rigged and so publicly flaunted. They are flaunting this in the face of the American people. It's very, very bad and very dangerous. It's, it's not a good thing at all. It should be stopped. There should not be this Bannon r- ridiculousness. It's crazy. All right, we got to take a break. We'll come back and get an update on all those men that are in prison. January 6th, prisoners with uh, Cynthia Hughes. Be right back. Ed Martin here on a Pro-America Report. Back in a moment. Welcome back. Welcome back. Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. And my a great honor and opportunity is to catch up with Cynthia Hughes. We've had her on the program before. She's the founder of the Patriot Freedom Project, um, which I think I've heard her tell the story a couple different times. And it, it's not something that she dreamed up of how to help. She realized that she had to help her own family and then others, all these uh, January 6th prisoners that are being held across the country. And uh, so she's um, the organization started at Patriot Freedom Project. They've raised a bunch of money, had great supporters. But more important than anything, I think, is she's built this network of the families of the January 6th prisoners, as well as the January 6th prisoners themselves, who often need legal fees and, uh, and, and help in that way. And she's been able to help all these different families. The stories are heartbreaking. They'll make you crazy when you hear them. But uh, so welcome back, Cynthia. How are you? Good. And thank you for having me. Well, it's nice to have you. So you and I talk a lot off the uh, offline. And one of the things I want to ask you about was um, the phrase due process denied, which is something that you've used. And actually, you've um, you've uh, trademarked or, or copyrighted because it's been so powerful on T-shirts and things. But more and more people say to me, Cynthia, how can these guys be in jail still? H- how many how many men and women are in jail right now from January 6th? Do you know the total number? Um, we're up to about 87 now, 87 and most of them for at least six months or a year. And many of them more than a year, right? Yes. Yeah. There's been some new arrests, uh, you know, cause they're still arresting people. Um, but mainly the people that are still behind bars are either recently sentenced, mm-hmm. awaiting sentencing or sitting in, you know, pretrial detention. Most are sitting in pretrial detention. There's only been a handful that have gone to trial or pled, right? I mean, well, there's, I guess there's been more than have pled, but of the ones that are in, there's a lot sitting there waiting for a trial to begin, right? Yeah. There, um, well, I wouldn't say a lot. I would say um, we've we've had about seven or eight, seven jury trials, which all have resulted in a guilty verdict. Mm-hmm. Those people are awaiting sentencing. Um, and then, you know, of course you have almost, I think about 880 almost, uh, people that have been arrested in connection with January 6th. Mm -hmm. Um, and out of that number, you know, you probably have about several hundred people who have, you know, took a plea deal, went, had a bench trial. Um, you know, nobody's had any charges dropped or anything like that, but, uh, it, you know, it's all, it's all a bunch of crap. And to be very honest, with you, it's a bunch of crap. It, you uh, we're talking again with Cynthia Hughes and it's a uh, Patriot Patriot freedom project, uh, dot com is the website. Find out more. So what's day to day life like for the prisoners and maybe more of their families? Cause people think, Oh, there's a guy in jail. That's kind of bad enough. 
Uh, but you kind of think, oh, a guy in jail. But the, almost all these guys in jail have, you know, families and children and jobs that are gone. What, what's would what, talk about a, talk, talk talk about some of those uh, impacts? Well, I mean, there, there's so much to unpack there. You, you know, you think about it, right? Um, so every every week, a couple times a week, we have you know family support calls and a mm-hmm. bunch of families from around the country. Um, you know, we get together and, and just, you know, talk about the day to day, you know, whose kids going to camp, who's what, who's doing what for summer vacation, back to school, you know, um, you know, just family things, 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 that, things that families do. Yeah. And so just last week we had, you know, one of the wives was on there with her daughter and she was talking about how her kitchen sink was backed up and her and her daughter took the pipe apart underneath the sink and, you know, she got the clog out and she just broke down terribly thinking like, this isn't something that I would normally be doing. Right. This isn't something that I would normally have to worry about because if my husband was home, he would be worrying about this. He would be fixing it. And I don't have the money to call a plumber to come here and do it. So you know, I had to get Drano and, you know, my daughter and I had to watch YouTube videos and we had to figure it out. That's the reality for a lot of these families, and a lot of these women. And when you have a platform like ours, Patriot Freedom Project, who's raising money, you know, we're trying to help with things like that. And when we help the wife and the children, think about the peace of mind it will give the man who's behind bars. Do you, Cynthia, when you watch, again, Cynthia Hughes, PatriotFreedomProject.com, uh, when you watch um, the, you know, Stephen Colbert's staff was arrested for disrupting Congress, though all those charges were dropped. Steve Bannon, who you know well, is on trial. They're, they're trying him for something called contempt of Congress. I, I, I think the last, you know, there's never been anybody who's gone to jail for that, but uh, there's the last one. Eric Holder is the most famous guy I know that was uh, charged with that. Nothing happened, of course. But wh- uh, how, how frustrated are you? And and uh, I guess, is the message getting out about the January 6th prisoners, do you think? No, no, I don't think it's getting out as nearly as much as it, it needs to be. Um, so let, let's talk about, uh, you know, Stephen Colbert and his, you know, and his posse. So I encountered them because the day before they stormed the Capitol and committed insurrection, um, I held a press conference at the Capitol with members of Congress and they were there. They were ignorant. They were nasty. They were just full of themselves. They did not care what they said. They were laughing at Jerry Perna as she talked about her deceased nephew um, they were trying so hard to crash, you know, our press conference and, um, you know, and, and push buttons, you know, to, you know, Congressman Gohmert or, you know, MTG. MTG had to be whisked away because there was somebody there who poses a threat to her. I mean, think about everything I'm saying right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is that is what we're living under. If you don't want to be a conservative, if you don't want to support the Republican Party, if you don't want to support, you know, an, an old time Democrat like Joe Manchin, for example, right, or even a newer one, Kristen Simina, if you don't want to, you know, support what people feel is right or what people believe in or what they choose to, to believe in, this is this is what's going to happen. 
you know, all we heard was that when Joe Biden became president, you know, he was going to change everything and everything was going to be good. And there was going to be, you know, you know, a renewed hope and, and, and there was going to be all this unity. And I've never seen so much division in my life. There's more division now than there has ever been before. And when you look at what happened with, um, Yesterday, when the DOJ announced that they were not going to be pressing charges against any of Stephen Colbert's people. I mean, it's so blatant for the people in this country. They need to open their eyes and they need to look at this. And there are a lot of people that don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. But most of those people won't speak up. You, well, you, know, why, you why, why do you think they won't speak up? They're afraid. Look at the message that is being sent in this country. The message that's being sent in this country is if you speak out against this presidential administration, if you speak out against the Democratic Party, if you, you know, don't agree and go along with the message from, you know, these members of, you know, the Democratic Party or even some of the the, you know, Republican Party, you're going to jail. You can't have an opinion. We've, you know, it's like we're losing that rate in this country. Well, the th- and the yeah. thing that, that we're talking with Cynthia Hughes, Patriot Freedom Project dot, dot uh, Patriot Freedom Project dot com. Um, find out you can find out a lot more there and support the effort. Um, it, you know, uh, Cynthia, when you you look at like Bannon, what's Bannon being uh, prosecuted for? It's be- he's being prosecuted in large part because he's a known target. Right. Um, January 6th, the men that are in prison, in my opinion, are in prison because they need they're needed for the narrative. The narrative has to be something terrible happened. Therefore, we're going to sentence people to a decade, 20 years in jail so that when you say to someone something must have happened, somebody went to jail for 20 years, because in America, if somebody goes to jail for 20 years, it means something really serious happened. It doesn't mean six parking tickets. It's one. Actually, it's one of the reasons and you and I've talked about this before. You know, we talk about due process denied. It's one of the reasons why the three strikes laws where people would get like three shoplifting crimes and then get 20 years in jail. And accurately, people said, wait a second, the system in America is that there is justice. It's 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 meted out in a way that generally gets to the right truth. Right now, we have people that are targeting, as you say, other Americans because they need them to fit into the to the narrative they want or their voice is too loud. So back to my question, Cynthia Hughes, um, why isn't the January 6th cause, why do you think it's not embraced by more leaders? You know, you got, you mentioned Louis Gohmert. He's been a hero. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene had been heroic and a handful of others in, in the House. But generally, I hate to say it like this, but they're generally members that don't care to be part of the establishment. They don't care to play the insider game. They're just who they are. You know, I, you can, you can run through the list, but, but there's not the big names. Uh, there's not the real fighters, um, that are standing up for these men in jail and their families being decimated. Why is that? Uh-huh. I, there's so much I can say to that. And so here's one thing. Uh-huh. They have no spine. They have no backbone. They're worried about what, you know, their constituents will think that, you know, are against what happened on January 6th. I mean, and let's be honest, right? Let's let's just talk some truth here. Do we like what happened on January 6th? No, I don't like it. You don't like it. The majority of this country doesn't like it. But what I like even less is the denial of due process. 
This is the United States of America, the land of the free. We're not supposed to jail people and keep them, you know, locked up like like animals. Okay, Uh, like a hardened criminal because of politics. Right. And the majority of these people that are locked up, um, you know, I'll, I'll use my nephew as an example. He's not locked up because he went to the Capitol that day. He's locked up because they don't like some of the content they found in his phone. They don't like his character. They don't like the fact that he will not, and and I'll use his choice of word, you know, he loves the word disavow. He won't disavow, you know, his support of of Donald Trump. He, he, you know, he won't waver on that. He's been locked up in jail for nearly 19 months on nonviolent charges. That should make everybody in this country alarmed. Well, and Cynthia Hughes, our, our guest, and we're going to take a quick break and come back. Uh, we're going to do a second segment with her. Um, so uh, Cynthia Hughes, PatriotFreedomProject.com. We'll take a quick break. It's Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. We're talking with Cynthia Hughes, uh, PatriotFreedomProject.com. From the very beginning, because her nephew uh, was swept up in the January 6th, he was there and was charged and has been in jail for 19 months. Uh, Cynthia Hughes has been aware of the problem and then pretty quickly started the Patriot Freedom Project and has uh, helped um, raise money and supported the families, the wives, the lawyers needed. It's an extraordinary grassroots effort. Cynthia, I want to go back, though, to one thing. I was there on January 6th. You said you're right. None of us were happy. None of us are happy that it turned into a riot where their windows were broken and people were pushing against barriers and even pushing law enforcement. None of that's good. Right. None of that. You know, it, 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 but but I would say and I, I know it's the Capitol. So there's a symbolism to it. But if you and I saw that happen in Midtown Manhattan during the St. Patrick's Day parade or the Thanksgiving Day parade and we saw people go crazy or on New Year's Eve or on Trump's uh, inauguration day, burning cars. None of that's good. Okay, so we stipulated that. The problem is the rest of it's a lie. The January 6th, I was there. I mean, I was there. It, it, you know, 99% of the people were sort of, um, they, were, they, they knew the thing was ending. They knew that there was not going to be a, another way to check this. And they, but they were there because in America, if you think something's wrong, Vietnam War, civil rights, whatever, you're allowed, in fact, you're encouraged to assemble and to say, we don't like what's going on. Whether it was wrong or right, whether history will ever find if there was major improprieties in the election, there hasn't been any proven under the law, although there's been video evidence of lots of craziness, and there's been Democrats admitting that they gamed the system, and there's now Dr. Burks and Burks and Fauci admit they lied about COVID, which had an impact on the election, right? We have Hunter Biden's, Hunter Biden's laptop, which was now, after the election, everybody agrees it was true at the time, it was denied it was true and wasn't covered, whatever that. The people in America were supposed to be allowed to gather whether it's for the 4th of July or a civil rights march or against the Vietnam War or because we thought the elections were off. And then some people broke windows and, and did dumb things. Fair enough. But the, but the idea that we're holding, charging hundreds and hundreds of people and calling it an insurrection is such a lie. It's much more dramatically a lie than Russia, the Russia hoax 
or all the other things we're told, like Biden is a great leader. They told us in the presidential election, he talked to people that know him. He was never a great. And, and again, that's not a distinguishing characteristic, like, I guess. But, you know, uh, uh, Bill Clinton was an impressive leader, they say, as a governor. Joe Biden was a suit. He was a, a senator a whole his whole life. But Cynthia, we, you're sitting there. You say due process denied, due process denied, due process denied. Men rotting in prison, families destroyed. What stops this? Well, let me let me just rewind for a minute and go back <laughs> to your original yeah. question. Which I'm ranting. Was, I'm ranting. Where's the Republican Party? Where's the GOP? And it's not just to fall to the Republican Party or the GOP. I mean, where are the Democrats? You were elected to office. We put you in office. You're not allowed to turn your back after you get to, you know, the seat that you that you ran for. And that's what they've done. Both both sides of the aisle. This is not okay. what we're watching in this country. And you have a Democratic Party who is happy about I won't say all of them, but I will say the majority of them who is happy to see people suffering, happy to see these people behind bars, happy to see their families not intact and children separated from their fathers and marriages possibly breaking up. They're happy about this. It, it gives them a sense of, you know, satisfaction. It's revenge, right? Because of Donald Trump. And then you have people in the Republican Party and the GOP establishment who have no no spine and no backbone to stand up and say, you know, release these people or to speak out. Unless you're Marjorie Taylor Greene, she is an exception to the rule. She don't care. Right. She will speak up. She will speak out. She's been doing it from the beginning. She's one person. I mean, Louis Gomer is involved and, and he speaks up too. And now we have Andy Biggs and we have Troy Nels. And thank God, but they're four people. And the rest of the Republican Party, they should be ashamed of themselves because let's be honest, the majority of the people that went to January 6th that day are Republicans and they want they need the Republican Party. They need the people that they voted for to stand up and speak up for them. And they're not doing it. Shame on them. And everybody should remember that. Well, and, and but let me let me go back for one second there. We're, and we're talking Cynthia Hughes, PatriotFreedomProject.com. And, um, you know, hundreds and hundreds, over 800 people charged, um, uh, over 80 sitting in jail still, some sentence, some waiting for sentence, but many, many waiting for trials, but for violent crime and for nonviolent crimes. Right. I mean, this is the craziest thing. It's not like there's 87 people sitting there, men sitting there that all slugged a cop. That's not that didn't happen. There's a couple of them that did. And that's a different charge. I'm, I'm all for you slug anybody. You're going to have, a, you know, a, I mean, a, a, there's a, at least you got to dig into it. But there's nobody being fair about it right now at all. And but and, and, and but Cynthia, even like for you, you know, you, you're, you're you would say, you you know, you like Trump and you're a, kind of a Trump person. But you grew up in, in New Jersey, you, a variety of uh, of positions on policy, pr- crossing different parties over the years, the positions. But, you know, we used to have things like the ACLU. That would be annoying, but they would fight like for civil liberties for everybody. The ACLU is 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 protesting the use of phone data to stop illegal immigration. That's what they're protesting yesterday. And yet there's no sign of any of those civil liberties groups saying, hey, wait a second. Now, uh, and back to this, Cynthia, Cynthia Hughes, PatriotFreedomProject.com. Are there any groups that surprised you that came forward or people and said, wait, I'm on your side. I'm happy to help. I'll, I'll promote this or anybody like uh, like the ACLU could have. Well, they didn't. I know. But I, I mean, you're no. there isn't anybody and there isn't anybody. And, you know, and I'll tell you something. 
there's a, uh, a woman, a young woman who is on house arrest right now. Um, she is from Pennsylvania and she has several children. Her daughter got married a couple of weeks ago. She was not allowed to go to the wedding. Okay. She was not allowed to go to the wedding. Now, I'll, I'll be honest. She broke a window. She broke a window at the Capitol. Not cool. She shouldn't have done it. But should she be punished and her children be punished because she broke a window? Okay. Make her pay for the window repair. Make her pay to get the window fixed. But right. don't keep her from her children. Well, or, and, and, and in a normal setting and, and, and put, put her on probation, say, if we catch you breaking windows a lot, we're going to be upset or whatever. But uh, again, the, so back to this, Cynthia Hughes, you know, you, you use the phrase due process denied, but, and it is, but isn't the other part of this that the system, it's a two tiered system. Oh, there's, there's justice for there, there, there is, um, there's a walk for, uh, the people that burn cars on Trump's inauguration day or the Colbert people. But if you are on the MAGA side of the equation or close to it, we're just going to roll you up and, and it's going to be a different legal system. Uh-huh. And that's exactly what's happening. That is exactly what is happening. When, when my nephew went to trial, it was the same week that Sussman was on trial. Oh, Michael Sussman, the uh, the the guy who lied or allegedly lied. Uh, it looks like he lied in the investigation about uh, uh, he was Clinton's lawyer and then the other stuff. OK, yep. Michael Sussman. Got it. So. Here you have two people going on trial basically for a white collar crime. OK, mm-hmm. it's not charged with any kind of violence. OK, right. The same type of person in D.C. gets vetted for both of these juries. One walks away scot-free and the other is found guilty. Who do you think is found guilty? The Trump supporters found guilty. He was found guilty. You know why? Because you have D.C. residents sitting on these trials who are Democrat, who hate what happened on January 6th, who despise Donald Trump. Not one of these people is going to get a fair share in the city of DC. There will not be a fair trial. There will not be a fair jury. Tim was not found guilty because of his participation in that protest. He was found guilty because the jury didn't like him. They didn't like the content that was found in his phone. They didn't like the way he looked. They didn't like the fact that he supports Trump. They didn't like his politics. That's why he was found guilty. It's, yeah. Does does do, do you do you think? Um, I know, I know you you come up from family. Your husband's in law enforcement. You you come from. Um, do you have confidence that the or do you yeah do you have confidence that the fever fever will break that that somehow will roll this back and go and go back to it or or are you? I mean, how do you feel? I don't. I don't have confidence. Honestly, I, I really don't. Um. Until the grownups are back in charge and hmm. people's lives are going to be continually dismantled and we can't have that. But yet there's nothing we can do about it. When you look at what's happening, when you read the newspaper, when you read, you know, when you watch the news, I mean, you, it's either you're on this side where you're going to be in the fight for your life or you're on this side where as long as you go with the with the current, you know, administration policy and, and the people that are, are, you know, ruling the government, um, you're going to be protected and safe. 
there's no in between anymore. And I'm not sure there's ever going to be again. Well, uh, and but and so finishing on something of a, a positive note, I say this because I've known you now for I don't know a year or so, or how long last the last year or so is when we've gotten acquainted. Um, the thing you can do though is get your little get your little space in the world and try to make a difference there. And the Patriot Freedom Project, for example, is trying to make a space. You know, you can't you can't today you can't change the leadership in the Republican Party to have them have a backbone, but you can help that mom and uh, and wife who's got to worry about, um, you know, a, a kid with learning disabilities going back to school or whatever. And so PatriotFreedomProject.com, if people are interested in supporting, they can go there uh, and find out more, especially. Any last thoughts, Cynthia? Yeah, I, 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 I have a lot of them, but I'll just give you two, for example. Okay. You know, I, prior to January 6th of 2021, you know, and I still am, I mean, I'm a little, I'm a little nothing, right? I'm a little nothing. Nobody who knew who I was, I didn't exist um, in the political world. Um, But after what happened to my family, you know, I stepped up and and I, and I created a a space, just like you said, you know, because people's voices deserve to be heard. Um, and, and here we are, you know, trying to make a difference, trying to do something and, 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 and help and, and, you know, and, and make our way. Right. Um, you know, of course I've had plenty of attacks already, but I, I'm a very big person of faith. I'm a very, very big person of faith. Nothing happens in this life without, you know, the almighty by your side. And I think about, I think about Trump and his family. I think about what they have endured all of these years. It should not be okay to hate this way. You cannot say in in the same breath that you believe in God and you love God and you do God's will and then have hate for a person like these people do for that man. It's sick. It's twisted. It's very concerning. And people in this country shouldn't shouldn't want that. They shouldn't want that. You don't want to like them. Don't like them. But you should not try to destroy somebody's life because you don't like them. And all of this, Ed, what we're watching, all the people that are being hurt, all the people in jail, they're all being used. They're being stepped on because they want to charge him. Well, and I blame the media. I mean, I blame the left and the media, but the media is the worst. Uh, if the media was remotely honest, they could have uh, poked a hole in most of this. Um, you know, I mean, and and but they don't. They're they're part of it. The, they're part of the they're problem. Part of it. Yeah, they're, they're part, part of, it. of it. Yeah, exactly. They're part of it. They're the biggest part of it. Unless you come across people like you know more like Julie Kelly, and there's not many. Ed, there's mm-hmm. not many like her. Yeah. It's true. All right. I got to run. Uh, Cynthia Hughes, PatriotFreedomProject.com. We'll have you back on again regularly to give us an update and uh, appreciate it very much. Um, we will take a break, everybody. It's uh, Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. We will be back in a moment. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Dr. Anthony Fauci was given the honor of delivering the commencement address at the University of Michigan, which went about like you'd expect. Rather than encouraging students to doggedly pursue the truth on their own, he instructed them, quote, not to sink to a tacit acceptance of the normalization of untruths, end quote. Fauci's 
odd phrase decrying a tacit acceptance of the normalization of untruths sounds eerily like the disinformation governance board that was revealed on April 27th by another functionary in the Biden administration. The secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, spilled the beans about that Orwellian agency in his testimony to Congress. The connection between COVID and attempts to label misinformation could not be clearer. After all, leading social media platforms seized on COVID to label claims as misleading. Many of these claims have turned out to be credible, like the possibility of the virus originating in a lab in China. Another misconception is that President Trump's actions led to a glut of deaths from COVID. The simple fact is that many more Americans have died from the coronavirus under Biden than under Trump, and a tidal wave of new infections is still predicted. The latest estimate is that 100 million Americans will be infected by coronavirus this fall, which may be rattling the economy even now. Despite this, Biden demanded that Congress place greater importance on rushing $40 billion in new funding to Ukraine before helping Americans harmed by Biden's mishandling of the COVID pandemic. Mandatory vaccination has not averted the continued harm caused to millions of Americans by the Chinese coronavirus. Perhaps realizing that the public no longer believes the sermonizing by Fauci and others, Democrats have shifted their game plan to control information and to silence dissent. Now more than ever, vigilant patriots must protect the free distribution of information without government interference. We don't need politicians or bureaucrats like Fauci telling us what we're allowed to believe. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. What's the best way to rekindle the spirit of Phyllis Schlafly and the grassroots movement she energized? In this digital age, patriots and pro-family Americans can find insight and inspiration on our website, phyllisschlafly.com. Then, share your own heart and mind on social media. So join us at phyllisschlafly.com and every weekday for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back. Welcome back. Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. Um, well, let's finish up with a story that I noticed. I don't know if you saw this one, but there is a story out that um, the Russians and the United States, NASA, have struck up a deal that makes it so that they can ride on each other's rocket ships back and forth to the International Space Station. Now, that's fine news, right? It's been going on for quite a uh, quite a while. And, we, you know, we want the space station to uh, stay functional. We want to get along with people. But... I thought we were at war with Russia. I thought we were at war with Russia. I thought we had to be at war with Russia, that there are great enemies. But we're able to strike a deal on NASA and the Russian um, astronauts to fly back and forth together. It seems to me, as I've said before, that we got ourselves wrapped around the Ukrainian axle without really being honest about it. We were never going to fight a war with Russia, nor do we should we want to. And the whole thing was really, in my opinion, was really a mistake in managing the expectations and what was going on. I think there was a way to not have that happen. But be that as it may, it should make you smile. I mean, and, and shake your head. We're feeding weapons. Well, actually, we're not. We're sending weapons to Ukraine. I think we thought they might use them. We're now discovering that the, you, you, the weapons are being sold on the black market and immediately disappearing. So maybe they're not being used in, in a war. But we're, we're feeding tens of billions of dollars of weaponry into the region, stoking instability. 
saying how important it is, bad mouthing Putin and everybody else. When in truth, we're going to strike a deal with the Russians for our astronauts and our rockets. And let me say this. That's a good deal. It's it should be Russia and America against the Chinese because the Russians will not be our enemy in space. The Chinese will, in my opinion. All right. Thank you, as always, to the great Noah Dingley uh, for his great production work and also to Joanna Spilger. Thank you for listening. I'm Ed Martin. It's the Pro-America Report. We'll be back tomorrow. Talk to you then. This is the Pro-America Report on The Answer San Diego. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.